0: You're listening to Great Vacations, and this is your host, John Byrne. I'm recording here live from New York City, and this podcast is geared towards telling stories of traveling and vacations around the world, uh, especially interesting destinations uh, for the solo traveler or maybe with a friend. I really want to give uh, the listeners an idea about places that are unique And possibly, once you're in the podcast, you'll want to visit uh, yourself one day. You can hear the sirens in the background. You definitely know we're in New York. (laughs) We'll start with Puerto Rico. I traveled to Puerto Rico with a friend last year. Uh, We went to uh, three parts. Old San Juan, Fajardo, and uh, Vieques. Old San Juan is a beautiful place. Uh, Of course, it was colonized by... The Spanish, um, principally Christopher Columbus, who is often seen in many different parts of the Caribbean. You'll see statues of Christopher Columbus being the person to discover, uh, you know, Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and even parts of, you know, America. But uh, there is a huge Spanish influence um in in old san juan and the streets are beautiful you see these uh, very well preserved spanish colonial um, houses lined on the cobble cobblestone brick streets and their beautiful colors pastels of pink and yellow and blue and aqua green i stayed at the gallery inn in old san juan this is a very eclectic hotel it's about a five-minute walk from El Moro, which is the famous um, seaside, cliffside fort that would protect um, Old San Juan throughout the centuries. Um, from pirates and, and other um, colonies or other um, empires trying to take the crown from the Spanish. Um The gallery inn is interesting because it is absolutely full of birds and art and when I say birds I'm talking about live birds. You walk up um, the stone path into the first courtyard before the lobby and you're greeted by a giant white macaw. and this is a very large bird that is not even in a cage, they're just swinging um, openly. And there's different parrots throughout the entire um, property, and you can actually feed them. But um, I think it is at your <laughs> your own risk. The other uh, interesting thing about the hotel is it's full of art. Um, the owner actually of, of the hotel um, is an artist. I believe her name is Jan Des the De, uh, Jan Des Desopo. De, De I'm sorry. Uh she is a widow. I believe she started the hotel with her partner many years ago and it's a very interesting place. It's beautiful, but it's also, you know, it's not um the Ritz, it's not even the Hampton Inn. It's it's a very special and unique place that is full of charm and um just covered with art and um, masks. There are also masks everywhere, which is actually could be really cool or really kind of creepy, but it's an experience. You should definitely check out the website, thegalleryin.com, for uh, more pictures. But I, I found it to be interesting and fun, and uh, our room actually had a view of the sea, and uh, just it was cool. Um, also, I know that Obama... Uh, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama stayed there on in their visit to Old San Juan, Puerto Rico, several years ago. Um, and I actually uh, got to go in the room and sit in the bed that Obama allegedly slept in. But apparently, I think he just went in there to change clothes and probably left five minutes later. Uh, the next stop in Old San Juan is uh, the downtown area. Um, you can walk the entire... Perimeter of Old San Juan in about an hour and a half, um, you'll find the area um, where the cruise ship come in or the cruise ships come in is is very uh, I guess touristic. It's kind of beautiful, but um, if you go up a little bit deeper, you're gonna find really cool coffee shops and um, there's actually a park there where you can feed pigeons. There are hundreds of thousands of pigeons that are living in this one park. Um And uh, you can buy a little bag of bread there and you can feed the pigeons. It's a lot of fun, um, especially just having the pigeons come up to your your hand and eating the food right out of uh, eating the food right out of your hand. Um, and the name of this is uh, Parque de las Palomas if you're looking for it, or Pigeon Park. There's also fun images of that on on the internet. If you are staying in Puerto Rico and you want to have fun, my recommendation is to go out and experience the ocean, the Caribbean Sea. There's nothing like it. About an hour and a half away from San Juan is a town called Fajardo. It's a little bit south. Um, There's an amazing marina there called Puerto del Rey Marina. Um, As you're driving down to Fajardo, you're going to pass El Junca, which is the amazing rainforest up in the mountains and you'll see that but um Fajardo is has an amazing marina there's thousands of boats and many of them you can charter for the day uh, we specifically chartered a boat called the Erin Gobra um, it's operated by Captain Dan and Ingrid um, I believe it's about $200 a person which is like an amazing experience because you you're on this boat all day um it takes off from the marina and the first thing you will see is um the large prop ship from pirates of the caribbean and i believe this large converted battleship which is now the pirate ship or whatever um it's been sitting there for a few years while they're waiting to get the permits to film or whatever but you you leave the the dock and you pass this gigantic pirate ship which is so cool um and you spend the day on this boat which is beautiful and old and um you know you're looking for sharks and porpoises and whales uh the day that we were there we didn't see anything although captain Dan <laughs> was pretty confident that we would um despite that you kind of make your way around uh, Culebra and some other little small islands. Um, the first stop we made was allegedly uh, Ricky Martin's Island. I'm not sure if that was true. But the boat stops and while while the captain is making lunch, you're invited to kind of jump off the ship with your snorkels and just going underwater and seeing this amazing world that you never even realize exists and millions of fish and again, they give you a little bag. I guess this is a common theme in Puerto Rico. They give you a little bag <laughs> with bread, and you take it underwater, and you slowly pull out the pieces of bread, and you just watch as millions of fish turn direction all at once and just speed towards you in these amazing colonies of, or schools of fish. And um, as you're feeding the fish, you'll see different... Um, Different species come up and uh, the colors and the sound and the feeling of being under that warm Caribbean water is just um, it's insane. It's so freaking cool. I can't even describe it Um, on the day that I went. I went snorkeling for a little bit and then I swam swam out to um, apparently Ricky Martin's private island and I stayed on the beach. A little bit and because um, beaches are not allowed to be owned uh, by public property um, as long as you don't go past the tree line into the island you're okay to hang out on the beach Um, so I got a little bit of Sun there and it was just amazing Uh, after swimming we went back up to um, the boat and we had lunch with Captain Dan and Ingrid and his uh, I guess his assistant, who's uh, who did all the rigging on the boat, his name was Boo Boo, and that was really fun. Um, of course, as we're on the boat, we see this large uh, booze cruise come up, which is like one of those huge catamarans with like forty drunk people just like screaming and jumping and diving in the water, and this loud crazy music, and it kind of uh, <laughs> it made us appreciate that we were more on this intimate kind of um, setting but this was definitely my favorite part of going to Puerto Rico is just being out in the ocean and just imagining these pirates you know 500 years ago sailing around and you know capturing ships and all the different things they would have done and um, the most interesting island we saw is one that you can find in uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean film and it's literally literally just a patch of sand about 200 feet wide and 200 feet deep and there's literally one little palm tree (laughs) on this little island and you can walk on the island you swim from the boat of course and oh it was so interesting and i'm thinking oh my gosh here i am captain jack sparrow and of course i swam back to the boat and um The captain told me if i could dive down deep enough i could pull up a conch and um i did i swam down and i at the base or the bottom of the sea i went conch diving of course i pulled one up and um they said that they could cook it and eat it but of course i just i i threw it back into the water um so that was fajardo one thing i do want to mention about uh puerto rico Is that it is a really easy place to get to. I don't think people realize you do not need a passport to go there. And uh, for the most part, it's actually cheaper than going to a warm American, um, I should say, continental destination like Miami. Uh, Because the flight is actually usually cheaper. The hotels are cheaper. uh, The food is is a little um, cheaper. So you know you're getting a lot for your your money and um it's exotic and uh you know once you're there you could actually visit other islands and it's just it's a great alternative especially if you're traveling alone um which to me is the best way to travel uh next uh the next place we're going to go to is Vieques. Vieques is accessible by a ferry or by a charter plane um, a little uh, pedal or pedal jumper jumper from the main island. Um, most people know Vieques as being a former uh, bomb testing site for the United States Navy, but of course, um, in the early two uh, thousands, there were a series of protests against the United States Navy, um, and they eventually left. So half of Vieques is um, is. Um, actually kind of abandoned and it's an old military site and i don't even think you can access it um so we're gonna focus on um more of the the um, residential part of Vicus um there's not a lot of hotels there um as far as branded hotels you're, you're looking at basically the w hotel and i stayed at the w Uh, It was interesting because coming from old San Juan in this very romantic and rustic, you know, um, island setting to, you know, being at this very posh kind of uh, luxurious spa on, you know, Vieques, um, it was a very much felt like a contradiction. And I would have, I have to admit, I would have just enjoyed probably like a little guest house or something. Um, better, But uh, to my friend's credit, he did get the, the, the hotel at the W. Um, so, you know, you're paying like $20 for chicken fingers at this pool and probably $30 for mar- margarita and uh, whatever. The big attraction at Vieques is the Wild Horses and the Bioluminescent Bay and I could do a whole podcast just on the Bioluminescent Bay there are two Bioluminescent Bays in Puerto Rico one is in actually Fajardo and one is in Vieques Uh, there was a big news story a couple years ago about a girl being bitten by a shark in uh, the Vieques Bioluminescent Bay Uh, but of course once you're there they tell you different stories one they tell you it's not really true and then um, they also tell you it was true, and part of me was thinking um, they're they're talking about the sharks being in this in this bioluminescent bay uh, because it makes it more appealing. Um, I don't know uh, the bioluminescent bay. If you have never heard of this, you have to Google it as well and see the photos. What it is is uh, tiny little organisms in the water of the bay that react to movement at night. So um, they glow, they glow in the water. If you're running your hands through that water as you're canoeing through this bay, um, it is supposed to create this effect of almost a light show, if you will. Um, The animals, the organisms and fish and sharks, if you see sharks that are swimming around your canoe at night, will illuminate, or their outline will illuminate as they push through these organisms in the water. Um, The night that I went, uh, the moon was pretty full, so apparently it wasn't as strong an effect as we would have liked. Uh, They tell you really that you should go for the best viewing on a night when the moon is, is dark. So, um regardless it was a really fun experience Uh, you drive down this very scary mud road bumpy mud road in the middle of the night and you get out and you walk with these canoes with flashlights and you jump in the canoe and you're paddling in uh, the dark through this um, mangrove it's pretty amazing and um, you definitely have to experience that if you're in Vieques Um, They do not let you swim in the bioluminescent bay. Apparently it is now illegal and before it was not illegal. The main reason that they're saying now that it's illegal is that the oils from the uh, skin was really uh, doing damage to the bay and to the water. And as you imagine people on vacation with their sunscreen and makeup and hair products that it was uh, really deteriorate, deteriorating the quality of um, these organisms and really killing them. So apparently the effects of that um, light show that you would have gotten 10 years ago has really uh, decreased. And um, bioluminescent bays can actually uh, lose their effect altogether. Um, so that was Vicus uh another last part of Viecos that was really interesting is um it's just a very small town on a very small island and um you know there are horses running wild everywhere and they're they're not gated so you can really just park your car and um you can go up to a horse and really just feed the horse. Um it's really fun if you bring an apple. Uh, And I have to say there was another really cool little thing there. There was like a a tree that's almost 300 years old. And the tree must be 15 or 20 feet wide at the base. And you can go and hug the tree and take a photo. And that's really fun. Uh, The last day of Puerto Rico. We flew back to um, Old San Juan to catch our flight. And uh, the last day I actually visited the museum's. I went to three museums. Um, the most interesting I thought was the Museo de San Juan, and it has a lot of the history of not just Puerto Rico but the entire Caribbean. Um, you're going to see which um, European empires came and took control of, of Puerto Rico throughout the years. You're going to see um, a typical Puerto Rican house that you would find in the campo or in the country say in the 1950s and the very beautiful simplicity of it um, you're going to see different artifacts of the um, the cotton farms and the pineapple farms and the sugar factories that have existed in Puerto Rico throughout the years and um, I have to say the creepiest and most bizarre and kind of uncomfortable thing I saw was actually a shrunken Taino head and it was a real <laughs> it was a real chunken head and that kind of freaked me out um, but the museum is located uh, centrally in um, in old san juan and actually very close to the moro which is the, the large fortress um, and it's a beautiful like grand plaza you know square that has all these different rooms and it's just really nice and the people there were really nice and you know it's not too expensive and if you walk across to the moro and you go into the old castle you're going to see some really um interesting things in that fort you'd also notice that um you probably recognize the fort from a lot of movies um but they do a daily uh display of the cannonballs um going off and people dressed in those um old spanish colonial um military outfits and you'll see how they would have shot the cannonballs into the pirate ships or the battleships that were approaching um the island you're also going to see the um medieval (laughs) bathrooms that they had where um or this the setup they would have for a bathroom which are just this line of um holes that lead to a pipe that goes into the ocean and that's located at the bottom of el moro um so we'll end with that we'll end with the bathrooms um if you have any ideas for podcasts in the future you can contact me at John at john that's plural John at johnburnproductions.com. uh and I feel like next next uh podcast we'll probably talk about Florence Florence Rome we'll see you then and that's it for now bye